So back in 2017, I checked my Facebook and I had received this message, this Facebook message from this guy I did not know. And when I opened up the message, I saw that he had a last name that I also could not pronounce at all. Um, but when I read his message, which was short, short and sweet, and it was just encouraging me in the Lord um, based off of a post that I had shared, something really hit me about this, this guy. So I looked him up, found out he had a YouTube page, watched some of his videos, and was really blessed. And God really spoke to me in that moment that this was a young man after his heart. And so I messaged him back. But even then, even though I started, I messaged him back, I thanked him, and we started talking about the scripture and about the topics that he was discussing in his videos. By the way, the guy is this guy right here. Oh, it's me? <laughs> I couldn't pronounce his name. And it took me a while. And I bet you, you can't pronounce my name either. Yeah. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I mean, here it is. Can you, you see that? Can, can, you, can you say that? <laughs> Yeah, I could not pronounce his name for a while. I thought it was pronounced Van, like V-A, you know, Van, Van, right? Van der Westhusen, which is kind of close. If you pronounce it that way, that's okay. That's good. It's really good. But when I spoke to him and I asked him, how do you pronounce your name? He actually clarified, well, you don't really say Van der, it's more fun. Fun der Westhusen. Von der Westhuizen. It's a long, fun name. <laughs> but in the beginning, I didn't know how to pronounce it. And that didn't stop us from forming a friendship and even a relationship um, based on Scripture and on the Lord. And so, why are we doing this video? We kind of, as we were talking about this one day, we it brought to mind even the way that we will pronounce our Father's name, Yeshua, Jesus' name. And sometimes the way we pronounce it, or the way someone else might pronounce it, becomes a point of contention because we pronounce it differently. And that's what we want to kind of talk about in this video. Exactly. When Christina came to me and she had this mm -hmm. other slightly different way of pronouncing mm -hmm. my name or saying my name, that was not something that even in the slightest way made me not end up caring for her or was a barrier to me um, becoming a friend or even what we are today is something more than a friend you know how she said my name back then it was nothing right and and i think you would agree with me that if if someone came to me or someone came to you and they told us our name and they're they're in their culture. I mean, she's in, she's got an American heritage. I've got a South African heritage. We say words differently from different languages, mm -hmm. different cultures, and that's exactly how it is with us and Yeshua, Jesus Christ, our Messiah, the one who was sent to die for the world. He's from a Hebrew culture, a culture far away from what we many of us at least. Um, or familiar with in if you live in the Western world or in Africa in certain African countries or wherever you are in the in the East, you may be unfamiliar with him. His the way he he, he lived, the way he speaks, and the language mm -hmm. itself. So when we come to Messiah, I mean I don't know about you, but me and Christina, mm -hmm. we came to him by his name of Jesus, yes. and he heard me call his name Jesus. And he answered. Mm -hmm. He heard me because just like me and you, we won't get offended if someone got our name all wrong. We—it's not gonna matter. It's like 
man, this person, his heart is for us. He's our friend. He wants to be, to know us. She wants to, she wants to know me. She, you know, whatever. We're not going to be like, oh, you pronounce my name wrong. You don't know me. Mm. And here's the thing, though. If someone from my family today were to come to Christina mm. and tell her, Christina, let's just say she can't pronounce my name. OK, and then they see that and they come to her and they tell her, Christina, you can't, you're not a true wife. You're a false wife. You don't know PD at all. And you shouldn't even be part of this family. All because you can't pronounce his name right or you can't pronounce our name right. If someone were to come and do that, even like in her ignorance and come and attack her in that way, that would be foolishness, right? We would think that family member is crazy. Yet that's exactly what we so often do with people who come into covenant with God and call him by a name like Jesus which is from the Isus, Greek Isus, and then J was added in English. And now we tell them, you don't truly know God. You're serving another God or you're, you know, you can't be part of this family of believers because you say the name different from how we are and we who are familiar with the culture say it. Mm-hmm. And so the father, brothers, we just want to put this out there like, look, we're not against Oh, we're not I'm not against Christina. We're not against his Hebrew name. In fact, we love his name. And yes, we, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like PT was just saying, when you like when you understand and when you've studied out that Yeshua, Jesus, he grew up in a Hebrew culture. He grew up in a Jewish culture. They spoke Hebrew and Aramaic. They spoke these languages and he would have been called something like Yeshua. And so when you realize that's what he would have been called, and then you realize that Yeshua literally means Yeshua, Yahweh is salvation. You just fall in love with the beauty of that name. But I guess the point we're trying to make here is that if you grew up calling him Jesus, that's fine. Demons have been cast out in the name of Jesus. We came to faith, I think most of us, many of us came to faith in the name of Jesus because the name is pointing to something bigger, someone bigger. Because the title, the name is pointing to the person who holds the name, who holds the title. And so Yeshua, Jesus, it points to that title, that name, just beautiful, points to the person who holds that title, who he is. Right, it is his character. And so just to take this one step further with the example of me and Christina, Christina, after we got married, has now received my name. Right. She has received Van der Westeisen as her surname and she now carries that name. And it is her responsibility, like, you know, to uphold that name as a good name. Right. That, that's what any husband would desire. Right. And let's just say for the sake of this argument that she still struggles in her American tongue to say my Dutch name. OK, that is not going to be a problem. What the problem would be is if she misrepresented the name she carries. If she went ahead and she was a busybody, uh, a gossip, or, you know, if she did whatever, insert into the blank, whatever, which would defile the name that she is now a part of. Similarly, we are not saying, well, we're not saying that the name of God is not important. We are not saying that. 
But what is more important than how you pronounce his name is how you represent his name. When you come to God on Judgment Day, he is not going to call you out on how your pronunciation was not as good as the one next to you or this. He's going to call you out on did you represent me well on the earth? That's why when the father spoke to Moses in the burning bush, what did he say? Moses said, who, who what name can I give to Israel? What did he say? I am who I am. And that is why when we live our lives, we're to represent who he is, right. who he was, who he is, who is to come. We need to be careful that we don't get so caught up in a pronunciation of his title, of his name, and forget that we are to be an ambassador, a representative of who he is, his character, who, his personality, his, his love for others that we have around mm-hmm. us, and his holiness, that we are to walk in that as Yeshua walked because he came as an example so that we will know how to walk it out and so that we have that in balance as it should. Yeah. Ironically and unfortunately, those who oftentimes are hammering his name and Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is they're legalistic in the sense of that they would Mm -hmm. shun anyone aside who says Jesus or who Mm -hmm. says any pronunciation, Lord, God, a title of God or anything, people who shun those other people aside who do these things, they are most oftentimes the one who actually misrepresent him. Because if you will, if you're going to be that fam, that foolish family member who tells like my wife, who are you? You, you're not a good wife because you can't pronounce the name right. That's ridiculous. And you're then misrepresent your act. That family member is more as worse than even the, the member of the family who just can't pronounce the name. Well, yes. right. And so that's what God calls us to do is be good ambassadors and representatives of him and his name because we carry his name wherever we go. Look, if if there's someone on the street, someone outside mm-hmm. who's who, who I just ministered to or who, who we're all supposed to be this light to the world, right? And if you come across someone and there's the situation where you need to quickly tell them who it was that did a miracle for them, who showed them, who gave them, who blessed them. Okay. People know the name of Jesus. That is who everyone knows. That is how the world knows about the Savior. And yes, all their versions that have been taught about who he is, that was wrong. Sure. But then it is our responsibility to show the world who he truly is. Because he is the same person, Yeshua, Jesus, Yahushua, whatever you call him, glory to God. It's this, it's this person who we need to restore his, who he really is to the world. We need to show him who he really is. And so sometimes that means in some moments we need to tell them, this is Jesus who did this for you. Even if that's a Greek name who, who no one in, in that tongue said Jesus when he lived. Yeah, we know that. We know that that didn't happen because the world word wasn't around yet when he was walking this earth. We have so his mother tongue is Hebrew. He was called Yeshua by his friends and his mother mm-hmm. called him that, which is glory to God. But today people know him as Jesus. And even though that may not be exactly what they called him in the day, it is who it refers to today. And he knows that name. He, Like Christina said, demons leave by that name. I've cast out demons by that name. I've seen it over and over and over again. And so sometimes it's great and necessary to be, to be a Greek to the Greek and a Jew to the Jew and to meet them where they're at in their understanding so that they can attribute the work to the right person who is Jesus, who is Yeshua.
And so then later when we disciple them and we walk with them, now we're going to be like, wow, hey, they're going to come to me or to whoever. And they're going to be like, wow, we're, we're, we're hearing that you're saying this word Yeshua. You're calling him Yeshua. Why do you call him Yeshua sometimes? And then we have an opportunity to say, oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus, his Hebrew name is Yeshua. And it's lovely. It's beautiful. It means this. And then that is the way to do it, brothers and sisters, not to just throw everyone aside who calls someone calls God or Jesus by Jesus, calls Yeshua by Jesus. Right, because it comes down to when we are given the calling, when we accept Yeshua as our Messiah and we become grafted into Israel, we are given a calling. We're given like marching orders, right? Because we are to be soldiers and warriors for him. But in that way, we are given the calling to go forth in his name. And what it means to really honor his name is going forth. Like when a king would send out an ambassador, that ambassador would go forth in the name of King Arthur, whatever. And so if that ambassador is dishonoring King Arthur by disobeying his, his commands and his rules or, or just behaving in a way that would disrespect who King Arthur was, that ambassador is no longer honoring the name of this king. He might be able to pronounce Arthur great, but he was not acting the way he should. He's dishonoring the mm -hmm. name. So in the same way, we need to, in our lives, honor and respect and love the name of our Father, right. of Yeshua, who came to die for us, that we might have eternal life. And the greatest way we can honor is through our actions and through our words of love, of encouragement, of exhortation to those who are those who are on the street, like PD mentioned, to our brothers and sisters and Messiah. And we need to speak to people where they are. Like most people, they know of him by his name, Jesus. And so you speak to them about Jesus who came to save them from their sins, who came because he loves them so much and who will you know, heal them right now. And that's great, that's awesome, do that. And then in discipleship, there is an opportunity, if the opportunity is there, you can share it. And guess what? You know, Jesus, he would have been called Yeshua and such an amazing right. thing. But guess what? It refers, it's a name, it's a beautiful name. They're both are. They refer right. to the person behind the name. Exactly. And if Yeshua, Yahweh, Yahushua, if, if God mm -hmm. comes and he, re he reveals to you his name, he reveals to you, he says, this is my name. My name was Yeshua in the Hebrew. And... Mm -hmm. And he lays that on your heart and he shows you the truth. Go for it. Yes. We're, like we're not against that. We're not saying it's not important even. No. Like if God has revealed that to you, if he's convicted your heart, let him do that and then go ahead. We are simply warning against the side of what, what the enemy wants to do with something that is good. The enemy wants to use what God has given us that mm -hmm. is good and turn it into something that is pride come from a, comes from a place of pride where we can speak easily and think God has given us this little thing, this little treasure, which is his name. And now we have this treasure. We want to hold on to it. And this becomes the most important thing in the world to us. And that's great. But it can be misapplied if we truly lift that above even, you know, reaching people. If we lift it above um, um, making the gospel uh, consumable for people or if we shun people out of the way and tell them you don't know God because you don't have this little thing that God has revealed to me and I know God because I can pronounce his name right no you don't know but God by how you pronounce his name you know God by your actions you're the fruit you carry that's all we know how will they know that you are his disciple 
for the love that you have for one another. Yeshua could have said, you could, you, they will know you because you're my disciples if you pronounce my name right. He never said that. By the love you have to meet people where they are and then present the gospel. So the main goal is this. As believers, we desire to honor, to honor God. And what, that, what does that look like? It looks like walking like Yeshua, walking as He walked and doing what He did because He came as, of course, an example that we may see how He did it so that we can also do it ourselves. And we don't see Him arguing about this topic that we were just speaking about. We see Him helping those who need help, serving those who need to be served, praying for people and they're healed, preaching the message and the gospel of the kingdom, feeding those who are hungry, caring for those who are oppressed. In that same way, as followers of Yeshua, we should be honoring His name by walking as representatives of His name. And so in this, we just want to encourage you to run after Yeshua, to love Him with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And now walk as He walked, with the same love as He had, which is a sacrificial love that was even willing to lay down His life for those who wanted to kill Him and who did kill Him. Exactly. If you're not sharing His name, with someone because of your absolute aching heart of love for them, then you have no business sharing anything with them. Whatever we do must come from that heart of sacrificial love for this person instead of just trying Because sometimes we want to teach someone something just because we think we're right and they're wrong. And that's the reason. If that's the reason, keep quiet and don't say a thing, because whatever you're about to say is going to come from a heart of pride. If you have something to say, it must come from a place of your love for this person and not because you just want to prove them wrong and you're right. Okay, that's not Yeshua's heart. That's that's wrong. And even if you are right in what you want to teach them, it is wrong because you taught it from a heart that is prideful. God calls us to walk in humility and to love on people. That's what it is. Love on them. And then they will see him and they will come into covenant. And now what we mean by love. Sometimes in our Western culture, we think love as like this mushy, gushy, greasy, gracey. Everything's acceptable and you don't have any standards and holiness is thrown out the window because love, like this hippie groovy version of love. And that's not at all what we're referring to. That's not the love of Yeshua. Mm. The love of Yeshua will give correction because they care about the person. When Yeshua answered questions in the Bible and the New Testament, he didn't answer the question. He answered the person because he cared for that person. They needed to hear it and the way he spoke to them in that moment. And it might look different. It might be the same question by two different people and you would answer it differently based on the person because he cared. Like we have the most famous verse we probably all know, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he came. So we need to have that same love as Yeshua that when we, God reveals something to us and we love, like PD said, it's a treasure that he's revealed to us. Like, wow, his name is this, it's Yeshua, it's Hebrew and it means Yahweh salvation. That's so beautiful. I want to use that. PD and I will use Yeshua because we understand, we, we love the beauty of that. But in that same way, when you have been given this treasure, you were not given that treasure to hit others over the head with the treasure. Just as you were given freely, you were to give freely with love, with humility, with gentleness, with patience, and remembering what the greatest goal is, that you are representing who he is. Not just you're able to say it right, that's great, but representing who he is, right? I am who I am. Are you representing his name? Amen. 
So brothers and sisters, many will come to him one day and they will not only hear, you've cast out demons, you've mm-hmm. healed the sick, you've did all these wonderful things in my name, but I never knew you depart from me. Many will also hear, yes, you said you were the one who got my name right, yet depart from me. Because they walked in lawlessness. What kind of lawlessness? The, because they failed the greatest law ever. They failed to keep the greatest commandments. To love God with everything you have and to love your neighbor. If it doesn't come from love, it's useless. Mm-hmm. We hope that this teaching has blessed you guys. May God bless you and keep you and shine his face upon you. Give you shalom and blessing. And we'll see you guys in the next video. Blessings shalom. and shalom.